A man approached his rival and said, I lay with your wife last night without paying a dime. The other man replied, it is my duty as, my, as her husband to lay with her. What made you do it? Thanks for being on. My name is JT. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. My name is Tom. It's not actually Roman Helen guy uh, legally, so that's that's good to know. <laughs> He's still got time to change that. It's pretty easy to go down that route. Trust me. <laughs> I've, so I've looked into changing my name to JT Good at Sex and JT Handsome. Super easy. Literally just sign a piece of paper. It's like, no, legally, I mean it. It's, it's true. The law says so. Oh, yeah. I'll take me to court on this, buddy. I'd say, I say that sentence all the time. Why don't you go ahead and take me to court on the idea, buddy? <laughs> Man, what part of the country are you in? Uh, I'm in New Jersey, pretty close to New York City. Nice, uh, nice. We talking like Hoboken close or like? That's it, Hoboken, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Cool. You know what, where Hoboken was, but if you guys are East Coast, then yeah, it makes sense. We got a pizza place called Hoboken Pizza in Austin, Texas. And so I've pretty much been to Hoboken. <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. People say, oh, this is real Jersey pizza. I go, okay, buddy, I believe you. We're having a real Texas good time then, my guy. Let's do it. Let's have some Jersey pizza. There's another pizza place that calls itself traditional Detroit pizza. And I'm always like, yeah. okay. <laughs> I know like Chicago has its own deep dish style, but I've never heard of traditional Detroit. It's square shaped. I'm like, so yeah. cafeteria pizza, that's y'all? Y'all doing that? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's the school lunches. All this time we didn't know we were having gourmet Detroit pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Robert's in Tennessee right now. Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. I'm actually in the middle of packing up my apartment because I'm moving on Saturday to Oklahoma. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. What's making the move? Are I wanted live? to be the most handsome man in a state. <laughs> exactly. Well, there you go. Well, I said legal. I got good shots. <laughs> <laughs> you could just change your name legally to JT, most handsome name in the, in the man in the state. Yeah, so. and then it says legally contractual at the end of my name. <laughs> I'm legally contractual, contractually obligated to be. Fair. So Jersey, okay, well, Robert, uh, are we recording? Are we on? Are we live? Yes, we, well, no, we I never it. live, JT. We're, we're recording. Uh, everyone's coming in good. So we did it live once, almost twice, but I got COVID. Oh, well, I mean that we didn't really like record an episode live. That was just the live show we did. We tried to record an episode live, but there was technical difficulties. Yeah. yeah. But you want to JT, you want to just dive right in with uh, Tom, AKA Roman helmet guy, AKA Roman helmet guy. Thanks so much for being on. I watch your videos. I'm not like a history guy, but obviously it's like, Every dude in the world, you can either be into Roman history or military history or like current politics. It's like kind of divides everyone. And so, like, I, I watch, I got like smooth brain when I watch your videos. I just like, oh, wow, that's so interesting. I'm like, do the thing with the shields. Nice. Yeah, you got to pick one, right? Like, what Roman history, World War II history, or like trains, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been in a Roman history for? Uh, so I actually got interested in history really late in life. Uh, I was always a math and science guy. And, uh, then I had a friend turn me on to history of Rome podcast by Mike Duncan. If you ever heard of that, that is yeah. awesome. 
And then he and I would just discuss it all the time. And then I was like, all right, this is like, we're going to bond over Roman history. So we, just, we started reading like books together. I got super into it. And uh, the rest is history, Roman history. So how, how long, okay. So when we talk about Roman history, right, we think about the dudes and skirts and with big shields and in the, in the yeah. arenas and they're, they're doing like Republic style talking. They got guys named Plato. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, how long does that period exist for? Uh, so, well, dudes and skirts goes on for a long time, right? Oh, uh, sure. That's forever. That's everywhere across the world, baby. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, it's, it's coming back. Like people, it's, uh, it's underrated. Uh, but yeah. So, I mean, the Roman Republic is technically the city was founded in like 780 BC or something like someone's going to correct me on that, uh, in your comment section, but like, I doubt yeah. it. <laughs> uh so so much sometime there that's the mythical founding when they have like romulus and remus and they're both like sucking from uh wolf nipples and things like that but uh probably like the, the real historical period of rome starts around like 387 bc when the celts go in they sack rome and then they destroy basically all the records so everything before that is kind of like mythical and after that the romans aren't still really like writing and reading all that much because they think it's lame but there's more history going on since then. And then the Caesar really ends all that stuff with the Republic more like forties, fifties BC. So you get like 300 periods of a good, a good uh, era. 300 years or so. Yeah. 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 But then the Greeks were doing it way before too. So uh, Rome was really kind of like taking a lot of inspiration from the Greeks. So I always think of that as one time period because my brain's soft. So I don't really think too much about it. I think like I, in my mind, it's like Pythagoras and like Socrates could have smoked together. You know what I mean? Like they were in the, right. all in the same time as Jesus, you know, <laughs> in my <laughs> mind, all three of those guys could have broken bread, could have been, yeah. could have been in the same court of law for all I know. I don't know. Well, well, J, JT, I, I think we should also let Tom know that you were a homeschooled. Yeah. So, right. so, so I, I think there, there's a lot of things JT will just be like, damn, like I never knew about that. Like the, the moon controls the currents. He's like, damn, I thought that was just God. Blew me away too. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not like a crit. I wouldn't call myself like a thought leader. You know what I mean? I'm not going out there to be like, I'm going to get to the source text. I'm more of like a damn, just kind of fill my brain with little fun facts. I'll remember some of them kind of, you know, I'm more of a chit chat type of guy, not like a smart read type of guy. Like when you said there was that period where the Romans didn't read or write, I was like, Okay. <laughs> I was like, a lot to learn from them. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's got to be some topics, you know, like super deep, though. I bet you if you're, if you're homeschooled, like you must have gone like super hard with some stuff. No? Fe fearing God. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, Pythagoras had a cult. Oh, yeah. Well, tell us, like, do you know too much about that? Wasn't it, was it no sex or all sex? Uh, I don't know about the sex stuff so much. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you're Googling, but, uh, <laughs> I'm Googling specifically that Pythagoras sex cult. <laughs> uh, that's like, yeah, you should, you should try and target that niche. Um, yeah. So all I know is he, like, he's super famous now for the, you know, the triangle theorem and stuff. Right. But I think he actually believed like numbers were the source of like everything, like numbers actually existed in some like platonic ideal world. And, uh, yeah, to like worship, worship like the integers, and everybody was about it, and everybody was like, "That makes a lot of sense. Let's do it. We're going to worship numbers." And he was a hero to like all these mathematicians and stuff. I can't argue yeah. against it. You know what I mean, I can't prove him wrong. 
So what? Who am I? Am I gonna say we shouldn't worship numbers? What am I gonna tell them? I'll just go. All right, man. You know. So there's there's some weight yeah. there. You know. Can you prove that numbers aren't God? Who? What do I know, man? There's only one right. time I've been certain that something wasn't God. That's because I went to some like camp out, like a Buddhist campground, and I was using their fire pit cooking hot dogs. And then they came up to us and they're like, "Hey, that's a sacred fire pit. I can't believe you cooked hot dogs in it." And we were like, "We didn't know that." And they were like freaking out. And I was like, "Damn, if your God can be killed by hot dogs, be you love a weak God." That's the only well, time I was like, "Okay, so your God's kind of whack." Well, that's a serious uh, flaw in some of these uh, pagan religions, and one of the reasons they get replaced. Well, you know, just in terms of like strategy wise, I'm not saying like belief wise, but uh one of the reasons i think they get replaced by christianity is uh they have like these objects that they say are super powerful and then people just go and fuck them up so like saint boniface one of the reasons the the early german tribes convert to um christianity right uh, some of like the these are these like more like the tribes that are still in germany but um so 500 500 ad there's this like roman monk he goes and uh he goes to the sacred grove tree, right? The Germanic tribes always work, worship these trees. He goes to the sacred grove tree, and he just goes up with an axe, and he's like, I'm going to cut this down. And everyone's like, you will die. Like, you will get struck by lightning. Like, good luck. They're not even trying to stop him because they're like, like, no way, he's done. Uh, he chops it down, and they're like, well, fuck, I guess we're Christians now. And here God wins. Yeah, see, that to me, that would convince me. I'm one of those tribes who will be like, well, that's this clearly the stronger <laughs> God. There's a similar story in like early Islam. So like one of the early um, uh, followers, uh, one of the early Muslims, right? He um, does the same thing. Like there were all these like stone statues that the uh, the pre-Islamic tribes would worship, and uh, and so Islam starting to spread. And there's this, like this like you know kind of southern city or whatever. There's some new city they're trying to break into, and they all worship this one statue. And some dude just goes, "Cool, like I'm just gonna come down there and I'm gonna break the statue." And everyone just goes up on like a hill away from the city. They're like, we don't want to be anywhere near this, but like you can try. Like you're you're, you're dumb, dude. You're gonna die. Breaks the statue. They're like, well, all right, we we believe now. Yeah, that's how we do it. That see, that's how religions should argue. I don't want to see debates on stages. I don't want to see academics talk about source texts. I want to be like, okay, how about who's ever God? destroys this monument wins that's straight yeah. up that's how god should work to me that to me i'm like that is direct con that's a material thing for your metaphysical conversations let's go you know what i mean yeah. i drive yeah. my car towards your car as fast as possible whoever side that's who's in the good favor of god right right your god mm -hmm. versus one-on-one <laughs> Dude, that's that i don't ever want to see two dudes two two fucking nerds on stage talking about books they read ever again i want to see fucking combat of the holy ones you know what i mean that's what i want to see that's, Dude, that's I, I'm cool. spiritual mad max baby there's some uh netflix show it's like uh, anime or something i forget what it was some of my friends one of my friends showed it to me about i don't care the name of it but they actually do that they take all the gods from different cultures and they have them like fight each other uh it's pretty dope it's like one of those shows where it's anime where like dragon ball z style where like it's paused on the face for like 30 seconds and the guy's just making like an angry face but if i cut it down to like a five minute show it'd be, it'd be pretty dope <laughs> i'm so here's the thing i am i i'm i'm ready to ready to be convinced of something you know what i mean i'm easily sold you could scam me pretty easily i like if a if a if a snake oil salesman knocked on my door i'd probably be drinking snake oil by the end of the day that's just i'm a pretty agreeable if you tell me you're my friend i believe you and yeah i'll give you a ride to the bus stop yeah you know i mean i don't care if i just met you outside this coffee shop here you go buddy yeah if i ever start my success with pythagoras I'll, I'll let you know you can be able to know 
Put me on the email list, my guy. I will I will not unsubscribe. I'll be like, okay, you got my attention. Right on, right on. Oh, so, so your, oh sorry, go ahead. No, please, please, please. You're the guest. You you had something to say. I, I interrupt so chit chatty. I can't help it. I just talk. Now I was gonna say something you said earlier when we think of this. So like you're saying like Pythagoras or Socrates and Jesus all like just as far as you know, they both lived at the same time. Sure. I think it's crazy. They're like uh Socrates lived around the same time as the Buddha. But then Socrates is like 500 years before Caesar, who lived at the same time as basically the same time as Jesus, like 50 years before. But like, all right, so we have like daily writings from uh, Julius Caesar, right? Like we know like basically where he was like every day, like, you know, what he was doing, who his friends were, who he was like having sex with. Like he had, he made it, he maybe had an affair with the dude's mom that killed him, by the way. That might've been, it might've been personal. Uh, but then you think of people like legendary figures like King Arthur. You're like, okay, this has to be like way before Caesar because we like this is we don't know anything about him, right? That legend takes place 500 years after Caesar. Isn't huh. that crazy? Because yeah. there's just yep. Kim Lee is was King Arthur real? Uh, so my favorite theory is so it's really crazy, right? Because the Romans conquer most of Britain, the part at least the parts of Britain that King Arthur is supposed to be from. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that area uh but then they abandoned it in the 400s ad because basically they're just getting shit on from all sides by barbarians right so like uh they're like okay you know this is like an outpost it's pretty far away this is a weird island let's just go let's just leave spread so then <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and uh but so they leave like all these people there so many like more original britons and things like that but uh uh, basically everybody who knew anything about Roman culture or history is like gone. And then some of those people invite the uh, Angles and the Saxons and the Jutes over. That's how we get like Anglo-Saxon. And those guys are basically just hired mercenaries that come in to try and like defend off some of the other barbarians that are coming in. But then they see, they see that like nobody here can fight and they're like, I think I'll just take this land, right? And they invite all their buddies over and they just come over. But uh, my favorite story, my favorite interpretation of who King Arthur probably was, because he's always fighting the Saxons. He hates the Saxons, right? Mm-hmm. I don't uh, like them either, frankly. I don't know too much about them, except what you've told me, and they kind of sound like dicks. <laughs> I mean, I've got a lot of Irish in me, so, like, you know, I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> um, but uh, is that he was... So he's kind of more like a Welsh national hero, right? He's from that kind of area. And I, I think a lot of people think that he was one of the last Roman generals who tried to stay and fend off some of these Anglo-Saxon invasions or like somebody that's like there culturally from that time and fends off some of the Anglo-Saxon uh, invasions and keeps the Welsh kingdom going. Uh, I think that's the coolest, the coolest idea. But we don't really know. Oh, Robert came up with a logo for a second on my end. I'm using my little phone as a hotspot. Oh, where's Man, so do we know the earliest story of King Arthur? Uh, I'm not where, sure. Where that even came from? Uh, I don't know. So I think like it's written down many, many centuries later because they had like the Anglo, Anglos and, Anglos and Saxons come in and they just don't like write at all, right? So we have the Anglo-Saxon Chronicles, like down there. But uh, I think the earliest, I don't know when we think it was first written, but the earliest copy we have is like ninth century, right? So there's like a 500 year gap. You ever heard the theory too that like the years between 500 AD and like 750 AD just didn't happen? Like somebody somebody just added them because they're like we're trying to legitimize our rule. Like let's just say we like we go back like 250 years. Like screw it. 
I've seen a, like a little YouTube saying pretty much that, but I haven't read. I yeah. can't. But I'm not gonna lie to you and be like, "Oh, I actually read a very interesting essay on that." I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to press about that too much. But I've seen that in exactly little YouTube, and it was like a the idea was exactly what you said. Like it was like some sort of like fucking uh, like papal shit or some sort of fucking like uh, like this dispute over territory or some shit that was like they just decided to add years or erase years or something. Right, right, and it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's like. It's crazy, but it just gives a sense of how little things were happening in Europe at the time, or like how like things were documented, at least in Europe at the time. Uh, obviously, if you go to like other cultures, like now, nah, like they, they document all those years and they, things are going on, like important things. But like, mm-hmm. it just gives a sense of like, yeah, like there was just a long time where like nobody really wrote anything down. There were just a bunch of like, you know, people just fighting each other, and that's it. I know an Assyrian dude, right? You know Assyrians. Mm-hmm. So we have Assyrians in Chicago and Ontario, like a really tiny, tiny, tiny group of people. Um, okay. Not a lot of them left, right? Um, talk to this dude that said he could trace his family back over 3,000 years. And he was like, we have, you know, photos of tapestries that my families used to make for, you know, generations on generations. And it's like, it's kind of hard not to believe him. You know what I mean? When I'm like, I, I think, you know, you definitely think you can do that. I don't know how far it actually goes back. I definitely, I believe you believe that. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And that sounds to, wild to me. That's true. I mean, I believe there was a lot of continuity in the population, actually. Like, um, I just did a video on uh, the ancient Phoenicians and actually stumbled across the fact that if you do DNA studies between people buried in Phoenician cities, uh, like, 3,000, almost 3,000 years ago, yeah, like, 2,500 years ago, and you compare them with people in Lebanon right now, uh, they estimate that about 90% of the Lebanese population actually came, like, continuous from that period. Which is it's one of the most invaded areas, right? Because like that whole area sits right in the triangle. If you're if you're not much of a seafaring civilization, which most people you know weren't back then, that's the only way you get from Europe to Africa. That's how you get from Europe into the Asia, Asia to Europe, you know, like vice versa. Right? It's just like the you got to go through that area and conquer between continents. And it's good real estate, baby. Everyone's loving it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like location, location, location. Right. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, but then you gotta assume though that like, you know, you go back 3000 years and you're tracing the lineage, but like nobody cheated, mm-hmm. and, you know, no offense to that, all, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, no, Robert, cheats on gonna... his wife. it's okay. He... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to get, you're going to get some, <laughs> some issues in 3000 years, I think, you know, <laughs> what's your favorite roman history fun fact you got some fun facts for us you got some fucking you got something you could rattle off you got a crazy fun fact about because i found out for a while ancient rome's actually they ate their own poop for dinner <laughs> wait who told you that that's a lie i just wanted to see if you'd argue with me or just let it go but <laughs> i wanted to see if you just like fuck yeah sure man. <laughs> uh i have a dinner fun fact though so well like, there's like like a myth thing like you ever heard like the vomitorium thing where people said they used to eat so much then they would throw up and eat again that kind of stuff yeah yeah that's that's made up that's just um that comes from the word for like uh an, a big exit uh they would call it vomitorium because like people would just spill out of it so they thought it was funny they called it the vomitorium but that there's not actually like a place called a vomitorium where they just go throw up but fun fact related to dinner there was once a guy so romans the rich romans got so spoiled all that they would all they wanted to do was like eat grapes lying down like that image you have of like them lying on those couches it's correct the rich ones would even have like um 
their seats and then they would have like they'd be interspersed in this like living room like filled like two feet with water so like they were like lounging this couch just surrounded by like water um but there was a dude i think it was kato the elder but or kato the younger but i forget there's some, some dude uh where something goes really bad for him i think it's i think this is he's losing some some more whatever but uh anyway he he resolves that until things start going right for him again he will only eat sitting in a chair that's his punishment nice. <laughs> i am so dedicated to this cause i'm gonna eat sitting in a chair that dude i'm gonna tell my wife like babe i love you so much i'm only you have to give me a blowjob every day <laughs> I'm gonna stay married to you until you're not giving me blowjobs every single day, babe. That's how long. That's how much I love. Just to prove I love you, dude. I will sacrifice that for you. That was uh, every day, every single day, every day. Yeah. Every single day, cause I love you, babe. <laughs> that's oh, I'm so dedicated. I'll just snack with the boys and chill. God, that's awesome. Like, I never yeah, like I that. Uh, Romans were like that luxurious, or could have gotten like that bad, but like. I don't know. That's the way it makes me feel like some of these upper crust guys. That rules. I, I just love that concept. This guy's like thinking <laughs> way ahead. This guy's playing three dimensional chess. Yeah. Listen, I gotta. I, I'm really bummed about imperialism right now. I'm just gonna jack off twice a day. <laughs> two two jos a day until imperialism ended. Done for. <laughs> Doing this one for the cause. <laughs> yeah. He probably just had acid reflex and had to do it anyway. You know, he's just trying to make it sound like cool. Wow. Wow. Legend. Man. But I was thinking in the spirit of this uh, being a comedy podcast, I have a old, oldest, the oldest surviving joke book. I have jokes from there. Oh, shit. Oldest, like nobody saw it because like my audience is not, not really about it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I think some of them are pretty good. I can read some of those. Please. Okay, so this is from like the fourth century AD. This would have been like Roman times. I think it's in ancient Greek actually, but that's because like you know, in the Eastern Roman Empire we would speak mostly Greek. Uh, it's called the Philogelos, which means the laughter lover. Uh, all right, this is my favorite one. A man lay with his own grandmother. When his father learned about this, he was furious. But the man said, You've lain with my mother for years, and I said nothing. But I lied with yours just this once, and now you're upset. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's right? some weirdo mindset. That's some weirdo <laughs> mindset, guys. Oh. That would crush in a mic today, right? Right? I think yeah. that would work. I feel, like mine, I feel like I've heard variations of that joke, honestly. Oh, 100%. 100%. Have you ever seen that movie, The Stupids? No, and well, like the the father, like Mister Stupid, uh, he's he's on like a TV show, and he's like, "I'm my own grandfather," and he sings this whole song about how there's some in some weird way, like he is his own grandfather by like, like legally. So, it, I mean that that joke is like, yeah, I slept with my grandmother. It's like it kind of reminds me of like a joke like that, right? Like married his stepmother who married some. It's like, in Carlin, special, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Wasn't um, because I this is going back like ten years to history class, but the Roman Empire got split into two different empires. Like the the east, the Eastern Empire became the Byzantine Empire. Correct. Yep. Correct. correct. And that happened when 
their 14 year old Roman emperor in Rome basically gave up the empire to the barbarians, right? Well, that's when the Western uh, empire technically, like most people say fell, right? Like 472 AD, uh, 476, only that. Uh, I actually blame Diocletian, Roman emperor Diocletian for this. He's the guy like right before Constantine the Great, who was like the guy that converts Rome to Christianity. But this dude was like, he's the only emperor to ever retire. And people call him, like people like, love this guy. Uh, because Rome was going through a bunch of shit. They call it the crisis of the, of the third century, where there's people called the Goths, ancient Goths, not not yeah. the, the Goths, you know, uh, the aesthetic. It's like a little bit different aesthetic. But uh, so the Goths are just like killing Rome, basically, right? They're like uh, just messing things up for like 100 years. Um, and then a few like emperor general people start coming back, making Rome better. And Diocletian gets all the credit for this because uh, he rules for like 20 years. He brings like stability to the empire. Uh, but really, it was a dude like a few before him. And he just got like assassinated like five years into his reign. So he like did all the cool stuff. But he was only around for five years. So everyone's like, I'm not going to give this guy credit. Aurelian. Aurelian's the man. But anyway, so like Diocletian divides the empire into actually like four parts, right? I think it's like two parts, but there's like... Uh, a senior guy that rules each part and then a junior guy that rules these parts. There's supposed to be like a natural built-in succession going on. Uh, but it was the dumbest fucking idea that you could possibly do, right? Like, why would, like, nobody's gonna be happy with like half the empire. Like, oh yeah, that's fine. Like, you just had your army over there. Like, I'm not worried about that. Like, I'll let you just chill. So, not like, gonna happen. Not gonna fucking happen. Yeah, so immediately like after he retires, so he's like rules for 20 years. Sets up this whole system, and he basically like it's he Loki induce, introduces a uh, feudalism too. So he starts doing these things like you know like okay, you have to be in this certain guild if you're doing this. I'm gonna you know you know you have to do whatever your father is doing. You have to do all this stuff. So uh, he sets up all this stuff, and it's supposed to make it more stable, and in a way it does. But literally, he retires, and the guys who he picked to succeed him immediately start fighting, and they go back to him. Because he's not dead. Every other Roman Empire just dies, right? Like, mostly assassinated, but, like, this is so weird. So he's still around. They're all like, okay, we hate each other. This is not working out. You're the only person that can fix this. Just unretire. We'll actually, like, defer to you. Fix it. And he literally, people love this quote, but, like, it's also kind of, like, I should think. He literally just goes, like, no, like, I'm just growing cabbages. Like, I just want to keep growing yeah, and then they're like, no, but like seriously, like many people are gonna die. Like it's a real thing, and he goes like, guys, you wouldn't ask me this if you just knew how good these captures were. <laughs> <laughs> like going back to Bush to come back, and he's just like, hey, I'm I'm trying to paint some portraits here. Do you knew how good my fucking portraits were? <laughs> I'm about to have an exhibit, you know, up in DFW. I, I'm not coming back. No, I'm not. I'm not fixing that. Uh uh-uh. uh I'm a high artist. So. <laughs> yeah, for real. Oh man, it's like if He's people like, like the Bush. thing, I'm done. I'm back to done. <laughs> I love the play. idea that Bush would come back in to save the war. Like, oh fuck, we got we got to pull out again. Bush, right. Bush is like, I know what to do, boys. <laughs> I just, just like right. I did really good the first time. <laughs> uh, another mission accomplished banner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he just pulls out the banner again. He's like, you guys remember that? You guys loved this. <laughs> oh, man. 
That's the funniest part of that is the idea that we we call our boy back in and be like, hey, dude. <laughs> He's like, I don't know, man. I'm loving making these fucking little. <laughs> you see the one of me in the shower? Man, I would give anything for a G-Clay from Bush. I'd love to buy a, a reprodu- reproduction of one of those bad boys. Right. I feel like you could like bank see it, right? Where you could like buy it from Bush and then half destroy it and sell it like 10 times more. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> that would be huge. I'd be that. I'd call myself. I'd say that was Banksy. Right. I worked at this tech company where like the owners of it own that that website, the Chive, and like uh, oh, nice. they're like huge Banksy fans, and so they have the largest private collection of Banksy in the world. And so during South by, they like made the office like a Banksy exhibit, and the Mark Cuban showed up, oh, and shit. I was like, I was trying to get him to add me on LinkedIn. That uh, <laughs> could not get Mark Cuban to add me on. LinkedIn. But I figured because I was cold calling, right? So I figured if I had Mark Cuban on my friends list, I call a motherfucker and they'd be like, "Hey, I don't want to hear it." I'm like, "Yeah, why don't you check my LinkedIn real quick and see who I'm connected with, Mark Cuban?" And they'd go, "Whoa, yeah. I'll hear your pitch." Like, yeah, right. that's what I thought, Big Dar. Why don't you sit down? I got the deal. Life. I'm surprised he doesn't at least have like a fake LinkedIn he uses for these situations. Like, you know, just to seem nice, he adds you to like the the not cool LinkedIn that it was. Yeah. Add me on your fake LinkedIn, man. Come on. Just get, <laughs> get my back here. Get my freaking yeah. back. Yeah. Oh, man. Whew. What what so I've seen there's another there's another video that I watched on YouTube. Right. I'm like a tablet kid apparently. Um, <laughs> where a guy was making um this like dessert from ancient Rome and it was like a date, but he put an almond in it and then make it into something. And the whole bit was like, Oh, like when you bite into this date, it seems like the pit's still in there, but it's actually a little almond. Ha 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 ha. And they was like, the bit was, Oh, Roman Rome, their food was all about making little jokes. That was like their dessert was little jokes. Is that true? Uh, I have no idea. Yeah. I wonder, that sounds like, is that the, is that kind of TikTok as well? He's uh I wish I knew it. I don't care what, I remember his name right now, but uh, there's some dude that bakes a lot of uh, or makes a lot of Roman dishes uh, on TikTok, and they look pretty amazing. Uh, I want to uh, see your FYP. I bet your FYP is so much fucking ancient Rome stuff, history stuff. So much, man. Mine yeah. is like chicken fighting, <laughs> <laughs> like developing disabled people. It's like mine is like a very specific. Like I don't know how I ended up here, but it's like it shows me a lot of people with Down syndrome, tons of dishes, <laughs> every day. I have a heavy Down syndrome for you, Paige. I don't know what I did. Not complaining. I'm not saying it's bad. Don't, don't misquote me there. I'm just saying it's what I see. Just saying it's what I see. I got no. Just saying it's what I see. Well, like one of my TikTok conspiracies too is just that like they will show your videos to people who like are similar to whoever you watch. Mm-hmm. So I feel like even if I don't want to watch Roman history anymore, like I'm just trying to chillax. I see a Roman history video. I just gotta watch it all the way through. Just got mm-hmm. to. You know, every time I see someone doing stand up on TikTok, I immediately hold it down and click I'm not interested because, like, I'm not going to watch people stand up. And when I first got TikTok, that's all it showed me was like people stand up. And I was like, no, uh-uh, I'm not going to be watching some fucking dude's good showcase in fucking Madison, Wisconsin. And he had a killer set. So he put the little subtitles. I don't want to see that, man. I don't want to see it. You got to you got to like it in favor so that uh, it's all it's all you see. And then people will see. People who like that will see your stuff. I found out that if you hold down, I'm not interested. You hold it down, there's that option that says, I'm not interested. I do that on, like, everything. I'm like, show me chicken fight. You recently had asked me if I speak Tagalog. And I was like, yeah, I speak Tagalog. Let's see some more Filipino shit on here. And I was like, let's go, dude. Let's spice up this algorithm a little bit. Why not? Fair, fair. Mm. Yeah. I've had, like, people 
just recently start like uh, stitching my videos in different languages, like responding to them in different languages. And I just like, I hope it's positive. That's all I feel. <laughs> I have no idea what this means. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. There's a rival account. It's uh, it's Ottoman Empire hat guy. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a group. I'm uh, trying to do some collabs with uh, Kava Art K A V E H underscore Art. Shout out. Uh, we're trying to get some uh, Roman Persian uh, fake conflicts going on here. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. Right. TikTok beef. TikTok it's beef. Wartime, baby. Yeah, like what? How big you have to be before you, you, you like you can get a rival, right? Like a nemesis. Like I had an enemy at one follower, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about building. I draw hard lines. I love finding my enemies. I'd rather know who my enemies are than my friends. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, was like, it was like your mom just like yeah. on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> I always like, say, "Shut up, too dirty." Yeah, it's too dirty. That's nasty. My dad says things are nasty. If he hears a cuss word in something, he goes, that's nasty. I don't need to hear that. That's nasty. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what religion did you grow up, Thomas? Uh, so I grew up Catholic, Roman Catholic. So maybe there's a little bit of a subconscious thing there, you know? I think so. Absolutely. Yeah, have yourself. One of the spicy ones, Christianity, but like a Bush era Christianity. You know what I mean? Word, word. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good time, you know. I was like, it's like the fun, spicy, you know. I didn't know that like there were people that grew up in church that like just like went to church on Sundays and like their parents drank alcohol. I thought it was like all or nothing. I remember finding out that was an option when I was like twenty three and being like, "Damn, you can just like be a chill person." I was like, "That's crazy." <laughs> Other Christian sex where you can't drink alcohol? I didn't even know that. Oh yeah, brother. Oh yeah, it gets uh, deep. Well, there's yeah. there's there's a type of Christian where like you can't have a beard. So there's like a there's a split in the Eastern Vikings, right? Where like you can you can literally measure. Um, so the Vikings go on and like conquer the area that becomes Russia, right? Like the Rus or like pre Ukrainians, Russians, like that. So, um, but. The areas east of them all convert to Islam at some point, and the Vikings are converting to like Eastern Orthodox Christianity uh, in Russia and Ukraine areas, uh, and the Slavs as well. Right? Uh, and a lot of scholars think that the reason is because the Scandinavians, Vikings, come from a really wintry culture. They're not giving up their alcohol, so they don't want to convert to Islam. But all the steppe people um, smoke hashish. They don't want to give that up. They go Islam. They don't go. They don't go Christianity, where it's not accepted. So, nice, man. That's good. That's good reason. That here's the thing. That's a good reason I joined a religion too. It's like hey, you guys spoke wheat. I don't know. I watched something on TV one time where this guy was like, "Yeah, I have two wives," and I was like, "Whoa, what religion is that?" <laughs> I was like, "I was like, I'm, I'm okay. I'm I'm down to like go to whatever holy text study that is. Two of them? Are they nice to you?" <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> well, at least it used to be in Islam you could have four, uh, but it's, it's different interpretations now. One for each season. What's that? One? Yeah, exactly. Four. One for each season. Islam doesn't do multiple wives anymore. No type of Islam. There's some types of Islam, like Wahhabis. They got to be multiple wives, right? Some types, yeah. Just I don't. I think yeah, it just depends. Just depends, right? Different interpretations and vibes. But mm -mm -mm. when did the Roman Empire end? What what 
what what was the mm. final fucking when does it count? Because I know it became like you guys are talking about it split off and became two different things. One's Byzantine, one Roman. When did it say like no, dude? Now you're just fucking wherever you are. Do you want to uh, do you want my spiciest take on it? Oh please, dude! I hope it's <laughs> racy. I hope it's offensive to some people. Hit me. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna pick the one that I don't think most people pick. Uh, so, so first of all, we call it the, we call them the Byzantines, right? Which is the Eastern Roman Empire. They call themselves the Roman Empire. They spoke Greek, whatever. You can argue that they were more Greek than Latin, whatever, just like, like ethnically. But by the time the empire goes on, like there's not a lot of like Latins. Like it's not majority Latin anyway, the Western Roman Empire. So, so whatever. But uh, the only reason really called, I think that the, the term Byzantine was only used in like 15th century AD. At that point, you have the Holy Roman Empire in the West with a lot of power. And they're just like, hey, scholars, like, don't call these guys the Roman Empire. We're the Roman Empire. We're the cool guys. Like, it's it's all like propaganda, right? So like they were um they were the they were the Roman Empire for sure. So I'm gonna throw out the 472 ending because those guys, these Roman Empires still going, right? Um then you could obviously say like when the Eastern when the Byzantine Empire falls, right, which is like 1453 to the Turks. Some people won't even go beyond that because, like, uh, the Turk, the Turkish guy, I think it's Mehmet the Second, that conquers them. Uh, he just he also assumes like the title of Rome, but he's not like as into it, right? It's a whole like he's like no longer looking back to like Caesar and these guys as like the ultimate like goats. He's looking to his own cultures, looking to like his own religion and stuff. So it's it's a little different. Uh, but I want to say actually Fourth Crusade because that's the first time you get. A non-Roman guy sacking Constantinople, the the major capital city of of, Byzant- of the Byzantine Empire, and uh, yeah, the Franks just take it over. The Latin you know, like all these people just take it over. They take all the gold and everything back to their own areas, and from then on, it's like a very small strip of land. Turned fighting principalities. Some guy gets it back for a little bit, but then like the writing's on the wall. After the Fourth Crusade, writing's on the wall. Mm-hmm. And the fourth crusade was originally supposed to be like the crusades were started by like the Byzantines being like, "Hey, please help us, guys!" Right? And uh, but what happens is a bunch of people answer the call. They were already fighting with the Byzantines and already kind of wanted to like kill the Byzantine emperor. And uh, the Byzantine emperor is like, "Actually, I'm not going to let you guys get in the gates. Uh, maybe just uh, fuck off." And then they like literally have a debate. Like the first crusade, there's this huge debate amongst crusaders. Like, okay, we're here outside the walls of Byzantium. They even start like skirmishing with the the guards and things uh and this guy Bohemond in particular who had already had wars with the Byzantine empires in, in greece he, he really wanted to conquer that area he's like all right screw it. i'll be a crusader like for like you know david Roosevelt and all that stuff but wants me to do it let's do it um so there's a huge debate with the crusaders of like should we just actually forget like jerusalem forget all these areas and we'll just like take byzantium like it's right here like it's really rich like let's do it and uh, they almost do. They almost, Bowman's like for it. Like he's like, let's do it. I'm like, for it, man. That's, I'm, I'm all about that easy take. You know what I mean? I love that shit. I was like, oh, dude, that sounds like low hanging fruit, and your boy's hungry. Right? That sounds like a good <laughs> move. Yeah. Yeah, like you guys already said you needed the help. Like we know you're weak. Like, let's I mean, just take this. Exactly. Where my mind went, Tom. I was like, they're talking about help us, help us. You rolled up with your boys, and you're like, damn, your spot's actually looking pretty good right now, dude. <laughs> yeah. And you're not going to just let us in. You're saying you're having yeah. a hard time protecting the spot. Okay. <laughs> um, but they end up not doing it. But then it's not until, what, like 150 years later about where the Fourth Crusade is like, 
not that like we're going to actually take you over and there's like a payment issue and things that's that's why they allegedly they're like well you, we didn't you're supposed to pay us, pay us whatever so yeah the franks and the venetians just take it down and uh it's never the same since so. god franks and venetians all in the name of god yeah, all this time. yeah yeah i was i was actually talking to a turkish guy who agreed with this too like i just thought it was funny because like you know the, the turkish guy was like no we didn't we didn't like end rome like you guys ended rome like what are you talking about <laughs> Mm -hmm. I never blame the Turks. I always blame Rome. I'm kidding. I have no clue what I'm talking about. I just like to say stuff like that. Like to be clear, man, I never blame the Turkish people. I've always been pro-Turkish people as far as their role in the Holy Roman Empire. Oh, that was something. Yeah. My brother always used to make a joke between him and his friends. My brother's like an academic guy. He used to say, it's funny that it was called the Holy Roman Empire. It was neither holy nor Roman nor an empire. What does that joke mean? Yeah. Explain that one to us. I don't get it. That's, uh, I think... That's originally from Voltaire, if I remember correctly. Um, so it's mostly just he's shitting on them, right? Because he's this Enlightenment thinker. He he hates. They all hate the Middle Ages people, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so they're they're just shitting on them for that reason. Um, I mean, the holiness part came out because the Pope crowned the emperors, right? Mm -hmm. So it wasn't even like thing. Like, Holy Roman Emperor was. There were a lot of like kings of Germany who never even got that title, even though they were in succession, because like the Pope was just like, no, like, fuck you, we don't, we don't want to. Uh, so you had to be like this king of you know, Germany or whatever, and like you know, and it's not, not true Germany, but you know, like the area, basically that area, and the Pope had to be like cool. And because of that, they would always often like install their own popes, and there was this whole battle between uh, you know Holy Roman emperors and especially the Normans who ended up in southern Italy between like just capturing popes making them like recognize one each other one, one another as like whatever they wanted um but that, that's where the holy part comes from as far as roman they had a small claim to like some parts of italy right but yeah most of the territory they had was not roman uh that all starts with charlemagne right charlemagne's the first holy roman emperor they didn't call it back then they just called him the roman emperor and uh the pope just kind of if you believe charlemagne he's like i didn't ask for this I don't even want this guys. I don't even want this crown. The Pope just like I went down here just defending the Pope and the Pope just like threw it on me. But that's probably PR, in my opinion, right? Like you can't just be like, yes, I want it to be the Roman Emperor. Also, like Charlemagne's guys were all Franks, and they thought Romans were kind of like weak at this point, right? All they're like all the Italians, they're like effeminate, la la la. Uh, because they're just like seeing themselves as like these barbarian guys. They don't even like reading. Charlemagne is like LARPing with his friends with like calling himself Roman names and he's like writing Latin and stuff. They all think it's lame. They're like, dude, just like, no, like ride on horses and stuff. What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, so he starts this stuff, but yeah, like the people in the territory were basically no connection to at least the founders of, of, of Rome. Right. Uh, and then in terms of an empire, it depends. Cause like you could say, I feel like the modern definition of empire is that you have to be ruling over either multiple different ethnicities that see them like peoples that see themselves as separate peoples or like multiple different sub states that see themselves as like wholly separate things right um that's kind of modern definition but the word emperor or uh really if you trace it back to how the romans used it they was actually there were many emperors during the roman republic period it was called imperator and it was just this thing whenever your general like really like did something awesome you would just like lift him up on a shield and be like, you're the Imperator, like, we love you, man. Uh, it just meant like, it was just like 
saying you're awesome. Uh, I didn't really come with any privileges. It was it was usually what you had to be. Usually the soldiers had to do this to you in order for you to win a triumph. And the triumph was a cool thing. We got to parade around Rome with like you know your face painted red and like everyone's like you're a god kind of thing, right? Nice. Um, I want that. Right. <laughs> Um, I think there was like supposed to be well, at least with Caesar. I think there was like one guy they asked was supposed to like whisper in your ear the whole time that uh, you're, that remember thou art more that thou art mortal. They're just trying to like keep you like from going like too crazy with the high of like everybody worshiping you. Nice. Um, That's Robert for me. Fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it wasn't until like much later that people would just use the term imperator as a, if it was like a royal title. Like, cause it didn't mean king. Like the, the Latin word for king is Rex. And the Romans hated that word because the last king of the Romans before they kicked him out was this dude who sexually assaulted this, this, this woman who then committed suicide. Whole ordeal. They hated the kings. They kicked them all out. They were like, we're never going to rule by a king again. And so they're totally, they end up really being ruled by a king, but they call it the Imperator, right? That's just like kind of their technicality. Everyone's cool. PR, maybe. That's just marketing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's actually really interesting, too, why uh, when we refer to foreign kings or foreign rulers, right, we'll call some emperors and some kings. And it's very, like, arbitrary because, like, for instance, we call, like, we used to call, like, the Japanese emperor, right, or the, uh, the Chinese emperor, but we'll call we were calling the king of iran the the shah right well so like the the chinese emperor's real title i think is huangdi which means uh one from the heavens or something like that japanese emperor has a similar turn in term in japanese similar meaning um so it has no relation to like the history of emperors they're not obviously not calling themselves mm -hmm. that, like emperors right um but whereas shah shah literally means king we just decide not to translate it. And I think that's kind of like sus, right? Like, why don't you just yeah. like? If I'm like being a little like conspiratorial, I think that we chose consciously not to translate some of these words to make it sound more foreign, right? If we we're just like the, right? If we were just like the choir, baby. <laughs> yeah, if we were like, oh, we can't do this. To the, we can't do this. These terrible things to the king of Iran, right? Oh, we can do it to the Shah, right? The like, Shah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, this would be the consort to the king. Do you mean the <laughs> queen? No, 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 no. The consort to the king of Jordan. Yeah. Okay. Got it. 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 Understood. Yeah. Man, here's the thing: so, is I don't call anyone a president. I don't call them a prime minister. I don't say king. I don't say shy. I say God, King incarnate. I say, oh, the God, King incarnate of America, Biden. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just the yeah. way I view the world. Yeah. Kind of have like a, you know, really big perspective, kind of like a third eye on that type of shit. They call me baby Einstein, but I done grown up now. So yeah. I kind of see shit different. And it's so funny too, how like, so like everybody ends up hating these titles for some reason, and then they make a new title. So like, right, like King got a bad name by the time. So em Emperor, you know, so Rex got a bad name, so they used Emperor. Emperor got a bad name, so they used the Germanic King. And then King got a bad name, so we used president, which is which meant something very similar to like secretary, right? So like you're basically calling like Secretary Washington, right? Like he serves you. Uh, and then president got too much of a name, so now all like the more like socialist places end up using like secretary, literally, like or like we translate them as like it's not literally, but like you know, in English we translate more to secretary, like general secretary, something like that. Uh, we just keep doing euphemisms, right? Eventually, so you just gotta keep like. Eventually, maybe we'll go back to Rex. You know, mm -hmm. 
That's what I'd like to say. Just like, let me worship you again. Let me bow down to someone. You know what I mean? I want, I want a Nebuchadnezzar-style president that will throw me into the, 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 the furnace if I don't bow down. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm no Meshach over here. I'll just say you got it, Nebuchadnezzar. You know? Yeah. After about like 200 years of Roman emperors, uh, they started adding the title uh, Dominus et Deus to their to their designation, which was a uh, master and god. Nice. Have you seen Master and Commander, the like four-hour movie about boat wars? I loved it. I saw it only recently. I saw that in theaters, and I was like maybe like 11, 10 or eleven, so it was over my head. But I just remember watching like this thirteen-year-old like go to war and being like, "Wow, that's what I'm going to do when I'm 13. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm going to be on a boat." Uh, but you know, things worked out differently for me. Now I'm just podcasting with the boys. <laughs> Very like similar vibe, right? Yeah, yeah, this like, is this is our modern day Vietnam. Podcasting is our modern day Vietnam. And I accepted the draft. Yeah, at least, <laughs> at least like half of being a sailor back in the day must have been just like shooting the shit with the boys. Oh, dude, I feel like that's yeah. most jobs everywhere. I feel like every job I've ever been able to keep is just because like, oh, dude, you, what, do you want to bullshit for a bit and kind of stand by the truck you're supposed to be working? Let's go, dude, chit-chat. Yeah. Yeah. Chit chat runs the world, baby. The water cooler, man. Shh, that's it, baby. The proverbial water cooler, man. That's where that's where that's where that's where kings are made. <laughs> man, Thomas, what do you want to leave us with? What do you got? What what, what how are you gonna cap us off here? What's the what's the what, what what's the crescendo here? Well, I'll take another one of those jokes. I love those two. I'm gonna say I got another joke prepared. You want if you if you want another joke, I have um let's see. All right, so there's there's a lot of like kind of like I hate my wife kind of jokes on here. <laughs> uh, they're ancient, uh, so I can and give you one of those. So are our uh, wives, right? Now come on, don't edit that out, Robert. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have wives. Yeah, actually, I, I like this one. Do you know? Do you guys know what a, like a eunuch is? Oh yeah. Okay, I'm a eunuch. Okay. okay. Uh, I like this one. So like, well, I can give you a uh, I give you a wife hating joke first, and then I'll give you a, a this one. So. A man approached his rival and said, I lay with your wife last night without paying a dime. The other man replied, it is my duty as, my, as her husband to lay with her. What made you do it? People <laughs> 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 wrote this down in ancient Greek on a scroll. You know what I mean? Like, like it took a lot of time. They had to keep copying it. Yeah, that's good. And then uh, the eunuch one I think is, uh, I, I love this one. A man saw a eunuch talking with a woman and asked him if she was his wife. When he replied that eunuchs couldn't have wives, the man said, so is she your daughter? <laughs> All right, wait. Let's do one more, and then we can do it as the cold open for the show. Oh, sweet, sweet. Um, okay. So a man was paying his last respects at his wife's tomb. A passerby asked, who has gone to the rest? The man replied, I think me for once. <laughs> they're pretty good right they're kind of like dad joke vibes but like i think they're, they're pretty good that's good <laughs> like stepdad joke vibes. <laughs> ancient ye old ancient stepdad yeah. <laughs> ye old ancient stepdad i like though i like the ancient roman jokes man the old the oldest joke known is like we don't understand the context so we don't know why it's funny you know about this the babylonian joke the dog walked into the bar and said i can't see a thing yeah 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 that to me, I think about all the time where it's like, I would love to know why that's funny. Cause it's like you said, bro, it's so funny. They wrote it down and it's like, but humor is a hundred percent context. So we don't really know why that was so funny, yeah. but it's like, I would love to know why that's so funny. That would, you know what I mean? I would love to know that, you know, that baffled me as well. I don't, I don't know. We got to, 
So yeah, they, did, they ain't got no lights in the bar. Robert, I'd love to get you on the phone with like the historians that study that and just be like, bro, they just didn't have lights in the bar. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's, there's a bar in Babylonia. The dog walks in. It's like, yo, I can't see a fucking thing. Yeah, uh, there were no light bulbs. What were they yeah, no light bulbs. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No <laughs> Robert's like calling Oxford. Yeah, it's me again. <laughs> Look, I cracked the case yet again. <laughs> Give me another one. Ready. <laughs> I had a, uh, I had one last question for you, Tom. Before you get out of here, what? your your Roman helmet. Yes. What like what era? What rank would that helmet have been? Because it, I, I've got a pretty good guess. It's like mid Roman Empire or Republic. Yep. Yep. So. uh I got a lot of feedback that the helmet doesn't fit. By the way, people are really uh, mad about that. But get you a new part, one. Come on. <laughs> I think part of the thing, with like, like as I'm talking, like either like very seriously or like whatever, with the like the flaps are just kind of flapping around my face. I think that kind of is, is the vibe. But uh, the helmet is imperial Gallic, so yeah, it would have been used in like areas around like modern day France, and yeah, like hundred, I think hundred, two hundred AD kind of kind of vibe. But you didn't go for the you didn't go for the Praetorian with the big feather artistic vibe. I was thinking, uh, yeah. Well, I was going to promote myself to a centurion uh, in a hundred k, <laughs> but then I reached hundred k and I had nothing prepared. I didn't order like the helmets take like a month or two to come. Right? So I was like, yeah. oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. No, you got to keep yourself humble. It's like, yeah, I've I've got a million followers. So what? <laughs> like I'm 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 still foot soldier in it. Exactly. I also feel like just like the, the, the giant red plume would be like really distracting in videos. So <laughs> hard to get that fully in the shot. Yeah. We got to get you a, like a, not a replica. We got to get you one that was like we found. Like you, you seen that photo of the, the the crocodile armor? No. There's ancient oh, like Roman that. crocodile armor that's like incredible looking. Like it's like beautiful, and it's like it, damn, it still looks good. It's like a thousand years old and still well older than a thousand, bro. But still, it slaps. You know what I mean? It's it's tight. But we gotta get you one of those. Just one that's two thousand years old. They still survive. Let's start a GoFundMe right now. Uh, we'll we'll launch it. Soft soft launch. <laughs> I uh, got a soft launch for a GoFundMe and in the pod right now. <laughs> Switch words, the ribs is glistening They got me see the wall cause the top is missing I sleep on dreams cause it's paper I'm chasing My roots come from Texas, this p-p-p-p-p-p-lation p- p- One to five, one to five, one, 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 one One to five, one to five One to five, one to five, one, 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 one Wanna sign me? Wanna sign me? Wanna sign me? Wanna sign me?